0: Every now and then there's something you're giving a whirl that you never had any intentions of doing, but it just happens. And oftentimes society sets up preconceived notions and ideas of how certain things and how certain people are, and it's our job to figure it out for ourselves. Is the fairy tale ending they love to write about true? Welcome to Bitch Out of Water, the show for you. A curious person who's ready to try anything, or at least learn about it. We're the Whirl Girls. I'm Steph. This is Darina. Hola, hola. So you want to give dating someone famous a whirl? Buckle up, because this shit is fucking hilarious. Everyone's horny for a rags-to-riches story. But you know what really gets the people wet? A lady and the tramp love story. And even better, if there's someone famous involved. We as a society love to pimp out the dream fantasy that at any given moment, you can be the regular girl or dude or human at a coffee shop and Brad Pitt or insert any celebrity name just doesn't know what it is about you, but he wants you. He wants to sweep you off your feet to a new life of luxury and fame, and he's a lot deeper than you ever thought, and you just can't believe he chose you, right? wrong <laughs> oh my gosh we are so wrong and the media is the most wrong for making it seem like it was as simple as that i do believe in fairy tales but i also believe in logic we are nothing without the logistics and perspective and no this isn't a shit on anyone it's just offering another slice of this dream pie which is that the truth is people are people Whether you're a celebrity or a CEO, people who have accumulated wealth and following can either find a way to stay grounded, even with the increasing notoriety, or they can fly closer to the sun and further from normal human connection and ways of interacting, making it nearly impossible to build a genuine, long-lasting relationship. I'm not the type of person who fantasizes over people I don't know, including celebrities. Unless you're Rihanna, obviously. I've always wanted to make a career and name for myself, by myself, and maybe one day end up with my equal. So no, I've never pursued money or fame from others when I can get it on my own. Duh. However, when you work in LA long enough and you work in the industry long enough, the entertainment industry, the chances of dating an influencer or celebrity do increase just based off of proximity alone. It's a big city, but it's really small if you know what I mean. Especially if you're in this industry. Everyone is one stupid Gucci chain link away from being connected. And it's fucking weird, but it's hilarious. And I promise there are definitely a lot of incredible famous people. But today we're talking about the dating experiences I've had and heard about while in LA. One guy I met while producing an interview series in studio and he later slid into my DMs. Another guy, I literally met on the corner of the street and he asked me if I knew where the nearest dispensary was, and then followed up by asking for my number. For one friend, it was through the dating app Raya. For another, it was at an event. All basically normal shit, right? Now let me tell you how a girl like me got caught up, Urshire style. It was August. The year was 2019, and it felt like I was Snow White, except instead of animals being drawn to me, it was men. Men of all walks of life, from the Uber Eats delivery guy to influencers and actors, to a dude who never looked at me once in college but decided that my DMs, years later, is where he should start. Maybe it was the universe gifting me after successfully exiting an abusive relationship. That's a story for a different time. Or maybe it was Maybelline. Just kidding. It was definitely the universe saying, go get him, tiger. You've been off the market for too damn long and you don't even know what's out there. I was at a place in my life where I truly never wanted to enter into another relationship again. And none of this was planned or manipulated for me. It was truly about dudes who I randomly met and vibed with and wanting new fun and casual experiences, knowing I never wanted to actually commit to any of them. I say this because it's important. It's important because it was mostly fun for me, but what I found is that if you are looking for love with a celebrity, usually, not always, you're going to find disappointment for a few reasons. The entertainment industry is full of narcissists. That's just the truth. Behind a lot of highly successful people is a person whose superiority complex is almost bested by their appetite for validation and constant need to be surrounded by people they don't even trust but somehow find comfort in the attention and an addiction to the surface level commitment of it all, or lack thereof. They also rightfully have trust issues, making it hard to actually have a genuine connection. A lot of people have ill intent when it comes to people with power. It's fucking gross. I've seen it firsthand and I can empathize with a lot of mistrust that comes with the job. However, there are people like me, and I'm sure you listening to this at home, who aren't shitbags and wouldn't spread secrets or gossip or fuck people just to get something. But having deep conversations require trust. So if you're looking for depth, I suggest you jump in the ocean because you'll have better luck there. And if they've been famous long enough, They become so out of tune with the real world that they do and say things that they think they're supposed to, like posing in front of their expensive cars or losing the ability to keep friendships that aren't primarily for career purposes, no longer engaging in conversations that don't have to do with them, or even the way they have sex. I'll tell you about that in a little. It honestly feels like some learn their shit from the internet. Well, unfortunately, I get the sense that a lot of people got their fucking and foreplay techniques from really shitty porn sites and the internet, but I digress. I'll let the stories do the talking from here. One night after going on many dates with this guy, I was feeling a little frisky, and I was excited to introduce some intimacy into this new budding relationship. Down to see what it do, you know? So we start making out, some clothes hit the floor, and I'm thinking he's about to rock my world because that's what Cosmo Magazine said would happen. And then, all of a sudden, this man pauses to break out the oil. Now, I'm not a hater of oil, but there's a time and a place. I felt like the hors d'oeuvres had just been served, and I wasn't ready to be basted yet. Next thing I know, this man is pump, pump, pumping, everything but his dick, and I looked down to find myself covered in oil. I was like a freshly prepared turkey on Thanksgiving, but instead of feeding a family, I was feeding this man's weird-ass fantasy. It's the way he was playing some basic-ass R&B music, looking at me dead in the eyes, yet right through me, and oiling me up like I was the Tin Man. I know he thought this was the sexiest foreplay, and all I could think about was, I wonder what lame site he got this from or where he heard to do this. I had to stop it before it got too far. The more oil being pumped on my body, the more my poon changed climates from Niagara Falls to the Sahara Desert. It just felt ingenuine. I'm not one to kink shame. I didn't stop him off bat, but the more it proceeded, the more I realized that this man has been famous for so long that he probably... Just gets freaky how he thinks he should. And like most cases with celebrities, no one tells them the goddamn truth. He had all the fixings for being sexy, but I told him straight up. I was feeling it, but the technique is a no for me, dog. Let's touch base next week. (laughs) Unfortunately, some of the dates I've been on are just as weird, if not weirder. But like I said, still fucking funny in hindsight. There are a few restaurants in LA that you don't go there to eat. Why would you do that? You go there to be seen, of course. I didn't know this at first. So when the guy who asked me on the date said he got us reservations at this notoriously booked up and nice place, I was like, oh my God, how cute. Fast forward before we even enter the restaurant, there's people he knows, people asking for pictures, security trying to look cool with him, the whole shebang. We enter the restaurant and take our seats at this corner table. Now tell me why the table felt like the bride and groom table at a wedding that everyone and their mom goes up to talk to, except instead of giving their congrats, they were just biting for this man's attention and he ate that shit up. I quickly realized we weren't here to get to know each other. Why would we do that? He was there to make an appearance and I was there to be his arm candy. Finally, we were left alone and the food came. I start asking questions like a normal human who's curious about the person sitting next to me breaking bread with me and it was going okay but the moment I stopped asking questions the conversation fell flat because why would it continue if the focus wasn't on him? I found this to be funny to no one's surprise because my fucked up brain will find an excuse to make anything funny if I can so I ask do you have anything to ask or he said what do you mean? I said, you've been asking me to go out with you for weeks, now I'm here, and you don't want to know anything? He got nervous and said, oh, well, I find out about people through experiences like eating dinner with you now and taking you on our next date in the future. I said, you mean us talking to the entire restaurant? I asked the waiter for another scotch to wash down the absurdity. You would think that successful entertainers possess the highest level of social EQ, but boy are we wrong. He then got stressed and said, Well, I don't know what to ask you. I don't want to be intrusive. Like, I don't know. Have you ever been sexually assaulted? I said, Sir! (laughs) You don't want to know what my dreams are? Or how I got to LA? Or why I hate shredded coconut? We just go zero to assault nowadays? I realized that the idea that movies fed us of celebrities being amazingly suave at all times and engaging wasn't always true. And he wasn't getting deep inside my mind tonight or my... ever. Anyways, then there was the time in which I had a casual thing going with this guy for a while. This is another guy now. We'd hang out, go do stuff, have fun, kept it chill, but apparently he wanted more. Or at least that's what he thought. He called me one day and said, I'm back in town next week and I want to reserve you ahead of time and take you somewhere so special. So I said, yes, you never know what people are going to do to surprise you. He picks me up and was like gassing up this reservation and how this place is always booked, blah, 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 shit, I don't give a fuck about. He then says, we're just going to make a quick stop, babe. Well, that stop ended up being at none other than the Wolf of Wall Street's house. And I quickly realized that Jordan Belford and an entire group of other people were coming to dinner, too. Now, at this point, I'm like, why didn't he just say that from the beginning? Why did he feel like he had to make it seem like some special date? But then it just got funnier from there. And I let the night unfold. Mid-dinner, this guy decides that it's the time to talk about our relationship. He says, why don't you hit me up ever? I try to hang out with you always. You never make time. To which I replied, I'm here now. And I simply give the same energy that I'm receiving. It might look different to you, but it's the same. Fancy dinners and hangouts don't mean the same thing to you as it does to me. We hang out a lot, but we don't really know each other. And that's okay, but that's why I keep it casual. And he was like, how is this casual? I would never take other girls to these restaurants. I would go broke. First of all, dude, no, you wouldn't. Because I know that's what you do. Second, hate to repeat myself, miho, but fancy dinners don't mean you give a fuck. (laughs) I don't know why that's so hard to explain. I know you think you give a fuck, but I know the days I don't say yes to hanging out. I know you go to your next girl queued up in your contacts. And same. It's not weird to just keep things casual. What's weird to me and what I find in narcissists is the need for everyone to be obsessed with them. And this is what I found out. See, this man didn't think I was anything special because of my dope personality, which is obviously (laughs) facts. He was fascinated by the game of it. He realized I wasn't head over heels for him, cutting out dudes for him, clearing my schedule for him like others in his life do. And that bugged him. But I knew if I ever actually tried to date this guy and commit, once he got me, I would never actually be enough for him because no one is enough for a narcissist. This is the same guy who would literally forget everything I told him and then had the audacity to tell me he has a memory problem. I'm being dead ass serious. To which I replied, get a fucking notebook. No one has a problem remembering things they care about. Remember that. And remember, not all successful people are narcissists, but a lot are. And I promise if you don't fall in love with the false fantasy, you will see the red flags. And while you could be like me and choose to enjoy the ride, don't forget to acknowledge the red flags and remember why you are hanging out with this person and not wifing them up. That's some stories from my dating archive. Dee, do you have any questions for me?
1: First of all... I will never look at Thanksgiving dinner the same. Number one. (laughs) Number two, thank you so much for uh, being so open about these crazy stories. I definitely expected some insanity, but at this age where nothing surprises me, I definitely was still a little bit shook. So I obviously have many questions like I'm sure our listeners have. I think... Let let's get deep first and then we can talk about the funny because to me, in my experience, narcissists are the most insecure people in the world. Right? Like they need extreme validation, they need the most validation, they need the most attention. So they don't seem to be honest with other people or themselves. So if narcissists cannot be intimate or as vulnerable as you need to be to have human connection in what ways do you actually feel like you were able to connect with these people?
0: That's the problem. And I'll I'll say this, and I said it before, not all successful people are narcissists. There's just a lot of them. And you can tell that once you are in a friendship or relationship with a narcissist, there really is no deep connection ever. And I, I think that's the hard truth that you have to swallow. If you find yourself with a narcissist, whether they're famous or not, i don't think that there's a happy ending because narcissism is one of the worst diseases like to me it's a it's a disease because nothing you do or say will be enough there's a superiority complex there where they think that they're better than you and also they don't really care about anything that doesn't directly influence them but i will say if you are with a narcissist you could just go the route that I did where you're just having fun. Like, you know, like we go paintballing or to the shooting range or, you know, just fun experiences and dates that are very inherently surface level and you keep it at that and then you don't get disappointed and then you just have a good experience.
1: That's a very good way of looking at it because I guess, yeah, if, if you're in a situation where you know that it's not going anywhere, you're like, I'm just going to have fun. Well, it lasts. That's what I tell people. Remember, we're all going to die. So enjoy what you have while it lasts. So I have more questions. Let's let's go with a funny question if you're willing to share. Because that freaking turkey baster story is incredible. I've never heard something like that. And clearly, a lot of people, especially men, I don't know where they get their weird ideas from. I don't know if it's because they watch porn and they don't actually have a lot of sex. It's very bizarre. But what did you actually do? Because I want to make sure our listeners, if, they're ever, if they ever find themselves in a situation like that, what, it, what was going through your mind and like, how did you
0: deal with it? Because I would have been like, que pedo? <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. What I did is what I did when navigating any relationship or dating casually with anyone in my life, honesty. So all of these people that I've dated or my friends have dated, I always, the first thing I say is just be totally upfront. You know, like I said, I wasn't in a place to get serious with anyone. So it's not like I was being a bitch and like taking advantage of these people and like using them for dates and stuff. Like it's a mutual relationship where we're just like having fun. It's just as casual for them as it is for you. And so that's important. And that leads into... When you practice honesty and being up front, when you find yourself turkey basted in oil, you can easily just be honest and say, I'm not into this. <laughs> I, I, I know that sounds so scary for people and we just all have been taught to not know how to express ourselves sexually. But when you can learn how to stop things because, like, this was, like, the first time we were getting intimate. So, in no way was he expecting, I don't think, for us to just automatically fuck. Like, we were kind of just dipping our toes in to see if there was, like, a sexual chemistry there. And I I just, like, I let it proceed for a little. Because you want to give someone the opportunity to maybe show you something different. Like, maybe I did want to be turkey basted and I didn't know. But... Once I was basted, I realized I no longer wanted to be cooked. So you just <laughs> you just gotta be you just gotta be honest. Cause you, you don't wanna do something sexually with anyone that you don't wanna do. Then the next day you're just gonna feel like shit and you don't deserve that. And also they don't deserve that either. Like you shouldn't be giving false impressions that someone's like turning you on when they're not because that sucks for you and that sucks for the next person that they're gonna baste. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just uh Wow. The next person that they're going to base. There's a lot of puns uh, coming up in these episodes. Goddamn. Thank you for that stuff. I mean, you're right, though, that if you are in a relationship with somebody that you have been for a while, like for me with both my partners, maybe I would let them turkey base me, but that's because we've established years of trust and intimacy versus just like, hey, let's just go. We barely know each other.
0: Right. Totally. To him, maybe because he wasn't really willing to get deep emotionally in our conversations, maybe we had a base that I wasn't aware of to him. You know what I mean? Like, because a person who bases their relationships on factors that aren't the same as yours, just because I want to know, like, what fires you up? Like, what ke- what keeps you up at night? Who are you fighting for? Like, what's your passion? And he's like what do you want to do? Do you want to go bowling? And like, that's it. And so I think that people think that it's a lot deeper than it is. And I don't know. So maybe he thought we were on the turkey basting level. But to me, you got to really warm me up a lot more intellectually.
1: (laughs) Not so much physically, but definitely intellectually. (laughs) Oh, man. So I guess, do you think that because of your wonderful open, sweet personality. Like you're very inviting. Like out of the three world girls, you are definitely the one that most people I think feel the most comfortable with, right? Because Roxy and I have resting bitch faces, right? Like we can, like, I think we're all intimidating in different ways, but you still seem to be the, the warmest and most inviting person. Do you think that that's why you were probably treated differently by these men that were influencers or celebrities as opposed to other people that clearly they have trust issues with because they have trust issues with everyone.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that, I have really genuine intentions and there was never a guy that I dated that I was like I want to get something out of him just never could be me I can't hold a conversation with you if I'm not in a flirtatious manner if there's not genuine connection there like some sort of spark especially at the beginning like I found out these things about people and these guys when I got to know them more so it's not like this is why I dated them and then I found that out it's just That's what happens when you start to date people. You find out more and more about them. And I really felt for, I I do feel for a lot of people in the industry who have trust issues because there are a lot of shit bags who really don't care about genuine connections. And they really just are like, what can you do for me? And how is this beneficial to me? I don't understand that type of framework, of people's mindsets but that is how a lot of people are so I give a lot of leeway and I did give a lot of leeway to a few men that I had tried dating before of you know okay I'll keep I'll give them another date I'll give them another date to realize that no I'm not asking for you to get me a job no I'm not asking for you to put my name in a room I'm already doing that babe like I already got me. I'm fucking hustling on my own. I never needed any of that shit. And so I was thinking I can tell genuine energy. So I like to afford like the same quality onto others. So I was like, okay, they're obviously going to see soon enough that I'm not like the fake rest that they might have dealt with before and they there was one guy who did he was like you're the first person who I've known for over a year who's never asked me for anything and like he would always like tag me and things and like ask to do videos with me but I just didn't want to do that with him because I wanted to make sure he knew that I I just didn't care about that shit at all like if I want to go do videos with a famous person we can do that you know there's so I don't need to be fucking you to do that but even if they recognize it it was at least in my experience felt impossible for us to get to that next level because when you spend enough time only getting deep with maybe one person like let's say it's your brother or your best friend that you've known before you were famous you convince yourself that you don't need to trust anyone else And so what happens is that a lot of them end up having a bunch of people in their life, probably more contacts in their phone book than you can ever imagine. But 99% of them aren't actual genuine relationships. And then what happens is that you get someone like me or one of the world friends and who are genuine people and they just can't see the difference so even though they were all like nice to me I do I, I didn't have like a bad experience where someone was like so fucked up to me who was a celebrity like that's not how it it was in my experience at all. It was just like there was never going to be a genuine long-lasting future with this person because we weren't building anything. We were just having fun.
1: That totally makes sense and I know my first question to you was regarding narcissists mostly in general, but you're definitely right that not every successful or famous person is, right? I'm friends with people that are in that world that are perfectly humble and kind and have learned how to navigate the crazy world of power, right? With great power comes great responsibility, kids. And so I do feel for a lot of those people, obviously, it's much nicer to have power and success and money and so it does make your life easier however it is really hard to trust people and there are so many people in this world that are starfuckers. like literally that's where the term comes from literally that they are just like vultures right in fact I've been to so many events you know award parties and and, and things like that where you see people literally acting like vultures around you being like why are you here what do you do Who are you? What can I gain from you? Right? Like that's all they care about. It's like, what is your status and what is your power to see what you can do for me? I do not care about any human connection. That is bizarre to me. Like that is an alien feeling to me. I don't understand that because I'm here like you, which is why we're friends, to have fun, to enjoy life, to make people happy and make myself happy that way. So I don't understand the behavior, but it is highly a dominant behavior in the industry.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was mind blowing to me because I've been really lucky in L.A. where I put my head down and I I fucking grind and I hustle and I have a dream and a vision for what I want my career to be. And I have luckily accumulated friends like you and Roxy who are the same and we could never understand using people for things or definitely never understand fucking people for things because fucking should be like pure pleasure and not f- business unless unless that's your business because no judgment, no shade there. But like that's not what I do, so I'm not going to fuck you for fame. Like we have our own job, but I-, I do empathize with that a lot because I've seen it firsthand. I've been with one of the guys that I dated who – had a really big following. And every time we hung out, it was a new group of friends he was with. And I was like, I just like kept being like, are these his actual friends? Or like, who are these people? And then the longer and longer we hung out, the more that I realized it was always a new group of people. And he was kind of on me about like why I don't reach out to him more. or Basically, wasn't like asking him questions like, what are we? Because I could, I know what we are. Like you can see it. And I said I was like I I just find it fascinating that you are constantly around new people and I think that feeds into your insecurity that people are using you because you don't give the right people long enough chance to stay in your life long enough to prove that they're not here for ill intent You just have these people cycling through your house, taking videos with you, tagging you, wanting to be tagged by you. And then how do you think that you're going to have a healthy relationship with friends or others?
1: Yeah, it's a sad human thing that a lot of people do to be vultures. I've said it already to, to be like, what can I gain from this other human or from this situation as opposed to what can I give in order to... Reach a common happiness, it's a bizarre thing.
0: Yeah, and we live in a society now, <laughs> Joker talk, where power couples are monetized. You know, Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost are in a Super Bowl commercial together because they're a power couple, and so I think everyone kind of is not only fantasizing the lady in the tramp story that we've seen growing up our whole life, which is like the prospect of maybe someone who's more famous or more rich than you switching your whole life up, but also now get your fame up and then be with someone famous and then have a famous power couple that everyone's obsessed with. And then I, I think that also breeds like another level of, lacking of depth in relationships that causes even more mistrust Mm -hmm. with people that you're fucking with.
1: Because you're not even being yourself, right? Like people aren't being themselves with each other. They are being the Instagram version of themselves, which is, I hope that that goes away at some point. Uh, I have one last question for you uh, before we continue this episode. It's actually coming from our lovely intern, Sophia. We have uh, some world turn questions as always. So she wonders, does having fans does you know does dating somebody that that has fans that are obsessive intrude in the relationship Did you have any stories from that type of experience like being outside you know at a bar or at a restaurant and having fans have to take photos and things like that
0: yeah I would say that I didn't experience super negative fans or like crazy fans around when, like if we went to dinner, but the photos are a thing for sure. I remember like the first time a fan was like, can you take a picture of us? And I didn't realize what was happening. And they were asking me to take a picture of them and the guy I was with. And I just wanted to fucking walk the plank because I don't fucking know you. I don't want to touch your phone to take a photo of you and the guy who I'm supposed to be eating with, but we're interrupting for this engagement. And I, I just like, it's so embar. I know I shouldn't feel embarrassed, but it, it is so embarrassing. I think even more so because I'm a person who's like really working my way up in the industry and like trying to find my own success that it's like, What a fucking weird feeling for you to ask me to take a photo of you two when I'm, like, trying to get to know this person and you're just, like, intruding on the moment because you think that they owe you something.
1: That's so bizarre. So I was actually in in a car once that got chased by fans. I'd never seen anything like that. Um, uh, It was obviously not about me. It was the person we were with. But it was, like, Beatlemania right, where you see people just becoming animals and not humans anymore. And I just sat there in the car thinking, I would never run after anything except maybe a taco truck that's leaving. Like, what are you going to do when you get there? What What are you going to do when you actually get to talk to a celebrity? You're like, I just ran and you stopped. Like, what what is worth it about that? And why would they at all feel comfortable with you (laughs) it's so bizarre
0: yeah that reminds me there was a time where I remember one guy I was seeing who had a pretty big following he had just finished wrapping like a series that he had been on for a few seasons and these fans were like the 40 to 6 year old demographic of women who are like, at home and get a little cray-cray. And I remember he posted me on his story. And, girl, when I tell you, the DMs flooded with, wow, you chose her? Wow, she's so much uglier than you. Like, really? You're tagging her? Like, shit, like, and it's, like, I never asked to be tagged. First of all, I'm not ugly, so fuck you. But why would you ever say that about someone you don't know? But second of all, they have no idea that this man did this on his own accord. No one asked him to do shit. It's not a big deal either. I post a fucking rock on my story. It doesn't mean like we're getting married and having babies together. And I just remember thinking, I eat that shit up. I think that's so funny that y'all are pressed at home about this random dude that you don't know and you'll never meet tagging me in a photo but go off but I I was just like shocked because like I'm such a girl's girl and I never get in fight with women because I love women so fucking much that it was shocking to see like the fan side of womanhood who can so easily cut you down just because you have the attention of something that you they want
1: yeah, it's it's a sad thing. I mean, look, I grew up in Mexican culture, telenovelas, right? Like all of the telenovelas were like, poor girl gets to marry the rich boy and fights with all the women for that rich boy's attention. Like it's wild, but like it's pressed in our psyche since we're kids, it's awful. But obviously, again, why we're, we're, the world girls uh, are different that way. And we hope that more people join us in uh, loving each other as opposed to tearing each other down, especially for a famous dick. <laughs> Anyways. Period. Exactly. What else you got for us, uh, Mika? What's the next? Patreon question? Yeah, we got
0: a Patreon question. This one's coming in from our world friend, Ryan Payne, who says, Was there a celebrity you dated that you didn't want to be involved with? If so, did you change your mind about that person? So this is an interesting question because there was never a celebrity I wanted to be involved with so I never really thought about it like that but I will say there was one guy who I met on set when I was working on a show and he was working on a show and I had known a little bit about him and the little bit of content that I've seen of his I didn't love I thought it was a little it was just not my taste no shade we get it how we get it and if you can make a profit off of doing what you're doing go off it just wasn't my thing like it didn't impress me much to quote shania twain but then when he had later asked me a few times to go on a date with him and i got to know him i realized that he was a lot nicer than i thought this was like one of the first guys that i had gone on a date with that had like a pretty big following and i thought that he was gonna be a conceited dick and while he was self-involved he was not a dick he was actually a nice guy and i still stand by that i still talk to him he's still one of my friends because although there was like nothing to go deeper with in terms of romantically he's a really fucking nice guy so that's cool (laughs) if that makes sense thanks for your question ryan i have some pros and cunts On dating a celebrity or dating an influencer Someone with following in the entertainment industry Whatever you want to call it Some pros It's fun That's huge Life is so much about having fun And when you can have fun Do that shit New experiences I think new experiences is at the core of what being a world girl is all about And so I'm never going to say no to a new experience And I don't regret any of the times that I went out and tried something new. Especially in this subject. You get to meet new people. I've met some really fucking cool people at different mixer events that I've gone on dates to. And that's dope. You get to have fancy dinners. And sometimes they're impeded on by randoms in the restaurant. A lot of times it's just some good grub. And if you love fashion like me, you get to dress up more. There's no shame in that. I love a good excuse to dress up. Some cunts on the subject. Narcissism. Ooh, it's a bitch. It's more of a bitch than you'd think it is. And there's nothing you can do about it. Dealing with fans asking for you to take pictures. Yikes. Don't do this. And finally, it gets old quickly. It's like a fancy new car that you take off the lot and then... It's just worth a lot less and you realize that it was cool for a second, but that's kind of it most of the time. Very nice. Uh, next up, media representation of dating celebrities or a rags to riches story, the lady and the tramp story that I spoke about earlier. It's fucking everywhere. Growing up in the 90s or the early 2000s, I felt like this was the era of of stories where they just filled your brain of like what if you find someone who changes your life and you're like that random girl and it really kind of like fucks up the way society views relationships and what we fantasize on there's so many movies but these are a few win a date with ted hamilton nodding hill camp rock play misty for me model behavior chasing liberty my Date with the President's Daughter, Beyond the Lights, Lady and the Tramp, Aladdin. The list goes on. And these are all great movies, by the way. You didn't mention uh, one of my favorites,
1: American President.
0: Oh,
1: I've heard of that, but I didn't see it, so I didn't want
0: to put it on the list. It's from the 90s. It's Annette Bening and Michael Douglas. It's a, it's a fun one. Is it like one that makes you fantasize if you were that person? No, I would never want to
1: date with oh. President. But it's just a fun movie. Yeah. Great actors.
0: (laughs) So in conclusion, who should give this a whirl? Who's it a good fit for? Most of the time, it's not deep. It's just fun experiences. Don't get caught up in the glitz and glam of a lifestyle that's not yours. Build your own empire and remember to keep people around you who keep you grounded. And more importantly, learn how to please a woman from communicating and practice, not the damn internet. Not all successful people are narcissists, but a lot are. Dating a celebrity is fun, but it's only fun if you know what it is. Be upfront, manage and base your expectations in logic. Don't let the next headline about Zac Efron meeting his barista girlfriend at a coffee shop send you into a frenzy of how you wish that was you. Your soulmate might be a Zac Efron, but... It might be a super sexy engineer who gets more excited about the next SpaceX launch than a new follower. Thanks for being a bitch out of water with us and learning about giving dating celebrities a whirl. We appreciate you listening. If you want to be the first to get all things World Girls, go to patreon.com slash the That way you can watch our podcast tapings live, ask questions and even video chat with us. Plus, we go live on youtube.com slash theworldgirls every Wednesday and Sunday. And don't forget to follow us on social media, on Twitter and TikTok at theworldgirls and on Instagram at worldgirlswap. We're new here, so if you like us, you really like us, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. We're all gonna die. So might as well give shit a whirl while we're alive, right? Stay wet, my friends.